previously on Fistful of Destiny. Well, guess who this message is from? I don't want to <laughs> guess, Cannon. Just tell us. It's Jen O'Main. <laughs> Jen O'Main? Oh my goodness. Last time we heard from her was at the Death Star. We heard the Rebels on her channel, right? That's exactly right. So... And that's sort of the last thing we heard. Yeah, if she sent us coordinates, she's got a job for us. Take it, right? Yeah, I, th I think so. Uh, what details did you get? Well, you gotta take it. Cannon's arms are, are wide open, and he is smiling. Jenna! It's so good to see you! <laughs> she puts her hand out. There is fine. What's, uh... What's up? I'm gonna go through this once. The flight plan takes you to the Carillion Trade Spine. This manifest has you there in nine days. The hyperspace sensor buoy has a variance of 22.5 seconds. Anything before or after, and this manifest might as well be an arrest warrant signed by the Emperor. <sighs> you will be interdicted, boarded, and inspected on Hosnian Prime. The Imperial Customs Officers in Hosnian Prime is not your friendly border check anymore. They have the full backing of the Imperial Navy. You make a wrong move, well, you're going to prison for the rest of your life, if you're lucky. I'm not very there lucky. Are, <laughs> there are 16 crates here, and three of them will have you arrested and executed. Those three crates have live and primed proton bombs. They're open, they will go off. We can't let the Empire get any information. This is the hardest part of the run. Go for a drink at the Clear Skies Nightclub on Tivik, Maine. Kludge is your contact there. They'll tell you the final destination. Maybe send somebody less conspicuous. When Grit reads the, all the details and stuff, Kludge is one of the contacts he's made over the years doing all of his side jobs. So he knows Kludge, but he's holding that close. Cool. And Kira? I punch it. A new job takes flight. Roll the dice with all your might! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to use my might. Plus ultra! Playing virtually. I'll just click the mouse really hard. It means I can yes. roll my brawn with it, right? Cannon <laughs> <laughs> rolled one dark side. Erebos rolled one dark side. Grit rolled two dark side points. Kira rolled one dark side. Wowza! Oh it's my five dark goodness. side points. Rough couple episodes. So this is the this is the season we know there's going to be a third season, so we can really kick the crap out of the heroes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now, Todd, yeah. uh, before you get started, there is something I want to say, and um, I'll drop the clip right in here. Uh, it was about episode five, six minutes in. You said. 30 episodes? Think we'll make it that long? Ooh. Hey, Todd, oh this is episode God. 30, bud. Hey, think we'll make it to the stuff. end? <laughs> and, oh, hold on. I'll put the clip right here. It's just we don't see a lot of you anymore. Well, it's a long story. Well, it's not that long a story. I'm not going to tell it to you. Maybe you'll find oh, out no over the next on your ship, 30 huh? episodes or so. <laughs> 30 episodes. Think it'll make it that long? <laughs> <laughs> Very good one. So funny. Uh, so good. Oh, nice. wow. Yeah. Got it. Um, anyway, so Todd's quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not resigning. This is force. <laughs> I take it back. Todd's fired. Oh, oh. Oh. Damn. How long have you been sitting on that, Chase? Uh, it's been in, it's the first note in my sticky note for this. Uh, entire nice. show. So uh, I don't take very good notes, one. Uh, and two, that was the first thing I thought was important to notate. 
Apparently. Yeah. So five dark side points. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> oh, God. You are in the sector immediately before the Karelian sector, and you're waiting. You got there a little bit early. Uh, you eh, messed around a little for, for a couple days, just leisurely took your time. But now you're there, and you're about 10 minutes until jump time. You're just kind of waiting. You've been there for about 20 minutes already, but you need to be close enough to the buoy. You've you've already uh, done some of the initial calculations. And Grit, are you doing the calculations? You and 3CIO? That sounds correct. Cool. <laughs> uh, Kira, you're uh, at the controls. Cannon sitting at the in the commander's chair. Uh, Erebos, where are you? I'm on shields. Nice. nice. Okay. Uh, you're in the front on shields. And uh, you're just kind of waiting, uh, not wanting to say anything because grit is like concentrating, looking at the console, looking at the route, getting updates every every few moments uh, from the the clock, finding finding the time from the uh, the hyperspace buoy. They kind of act as like GPS satellites too, to, to get geolocation or universe location. So Kira, before we jump, um, Kira wants to work something out with Cannon as the captain or maybe Grit as the co-pilot. Uh, Kira realizes that uh, as an Ewok, she is not uh, necessarily... There's going to be some questions around who and what she is. So uh, she turns to Grit and she says, Hey Grit, um, I'm not sure it's quite a great idea for me to be around or visible when we are boarded. Uh, so I think here, I think here's what we do. Cannon, you tell me what you think about this plan. Uh, we still have that invisibility wrist bracelet, right? We've still got that. I think grit, you were the last one to use it. Maybe grit visibly vexed because he's trying to count to 30 and (laughs) (laughs) he's losing track each time Kira says something. Okay, grit. Don't worry about it. I'll go find it. Uh, I think I got it right here somewhere on my, and he pats himself like, it <laughs> okay. was in one of my pockets. Here you go. Great. Thank you. All right. Um, Cannon, I, one, I don't I don't think two. I should be around as soon as they uh, board our ship. So I'm going to go ahead and put this on. And I think uh, y'all can just feign that uh, Grit was our, uh, was our pilot. Um, what do you think about that plan? Uh, I suppose that sounds fine. What are you afraid of? I mean, none of us really want to deal with the Empire. Are you going to do this like every time we do something? Well, so I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm I'm an Ewok. And uh, have you ever met an Ewok besides myself? Mm, I have seen some very hairy Ognots before. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say uh, there might be some questions if they find me on this ship. And I don't really want to be the one to answer those questions. So I think maybe I should just play this one stealthy. Well, it's fine with me. I was just going to say you're a dog or something. No. (laughs) Kira gives him the dirtiest look. It's just a joke, Kira. Erebos thought it was funny. All right. Y'all ready? Let's do this. Uh, I slip on the bracelet. Okay. Uh, You take one strain. Grit with like a sudden look of an idea. (laughs) Now that he he overheard this conversation a little bit that he can he is going to be captain. Gets a little bit of a smirk. Does that mean I get to wear a captain's hat? Uh, no. Grit. No. You Fine, can't I'll be go the back captain. to counting. The- Who would I be? I'll go back to counting. 
No, you can be the pilot. You can wear a pilot's hat. What do you want to wear? Oh, boy, howdy. Kira tosses him her pilot's hat. <laughs> and it, it just, just suddenly appears <laughs> once you let go of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah I, I need to know exactly what this looks like. I can't think of anything more important. It's just an Ewok hood. <laughs> <laughs> With the slots oh, got it ears. From, got it from the space hot topic. <laughs> it's also a scarf. Yep. Anyway, you get uh, the calm a light is flashing. Uh, you're getting incoming um, hail. Cannon, you're getting a call. Yeah, I thought you might still route that to me, but I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I'm invisible. I, I can't touch anything. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I route All it right. to him. Kara, why don't you... Can you go to your room or something? <laughs> you're just going to be kind of still piloting, Cannon. <laughs> still piloting. You want me to still no. pilot, right? I, yeah, I want you to still pilot. I'm on the phone. <laughs> I take the call. Greetings. This is Captain Cannon. You can call me Captain. Unknown traveler, you're cleared to jump to hyperspace, but you're not cleared to in- cold engine by the hyperbuoy. What's taking so long? Uh, What's taking so long? Uh, the, pilots, the pilot's in the bathroom. The My dang <laughs> pilot's in the bathroom, ain't she? Why did I say that? (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of traffic coming into the sector, and I can't have ships just wandering on my scopes. Uh, You've been here for about 10 minutes. I'm going to need you to just move. Absolutely, sir. Can you give... uh, Can you give us... We got about 50 more seconds till we hit that space variance. Oh, could you just give me about 40 more seconds from here? Uh, Make a negotiation stick. Can I help? Kira's in the background like, I'm almost done! (laughs) Do not go in there. (laughs) It's going to be like 30 more seconds. I'm sorry. I ate some bad skinnies. The mediocre-oni was especially (laughs) mediocre. Uh... Does that help? And uh, I, I will, I will use a destiny point. And the uh, um, the contr- uh, the flight controller says, "What? There is no bad skinnies. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> what am I wrong? Uh, they get a hundred on every hard department check and, uh, with upgraded once. Hard upgraded once. So that's one yeah, red so and two purple, right? Correct. All right, and then that's one success. <laughs> One threat, one triumph. How do you get out of this? Because you really super get out of this. Oh, sir, that was... Look, I'm with you. I love skinny silhouettes. But (laughs) I love it so much. This is like seven space days old, though. This is... I told her not to eat it. And she's... She's been in the bathroom for quite a while. She's just about done. We'll be out of your hair in like just a minute here. Well, isn't the jingle like guaranteed for seven space days? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, but this is from the skinnies in the Rockwood system, and you can't really trust anything out of that <laughs> hyper local oh. Portland joke. You know, the Rockwood system, you wouldn't trust anything. <laughs> that checks out. All right. Uh, you have another five minutes, but uh, after that, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to see you move. Oh, thank you so much, sir. We'll, I, I can't wait to be out of your hair. I want to be moving. Oh, spent such a long drive, and I okay, just cut I'm the back, I'm back. I'm back. I'm oh. back. Hyperspace control out. Click. <laughs> nice job, Cannon. 
Teamwork. I'm getting good. I'm getting really good at this, guys. Yeah. All right. We're getting. It's like in the last three years, I've like really put a lot of work into like my negotiation and charm skills and stuff. (laughs) Well, it it really shows. Um, You're a real scoundrel, Cannon. Oh God, Erebus! I hate when you just show up like that. (laughs) I was on the shields. (laughs) Uh, Kira looks up at the clock and she says. she sees that we're entering the variants like right now. All right, mm-hmm. guys, 45 seconds. We can go at any time. Captain, you just tell me when. Grit, you just tell me when, and then I'll say when. <laughs> I'd say right about now. When? Akira <laughs> uh, punches it. Grit? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and make an astrogation check. Grit, you it got the timing wrong. <laughs> and two purple. <laughs> Sorry. A red and two purple? Mm-hmm. And you are looking up. You you put the the clock right in front of you, uh, and this is like your variance clock. Um, and it, it's currently at zero, and the the ship goes. But yeah, uh, do your astrogation. Uh, you get a. Is it hard um, because it's in a different language? Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's hard because timing it within twenty two seconds is pretty difficult. And you you have uh, three CIO though, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what what's your ranks in astrogation? Uh, zero, <laughs> but I have oh, okay. three green dice. Uh, three C- three CIO has three ranks in astrogation though, so you can use uh, its His, astrogation. Yeah, its ranks my intellect. Yep. So three three yellows. Well, give it a try. It and that's a nice. uh, two success and one threat. All right. Ooh. All right. So the way this works, this jump is so precise. It will take three separate astrogation checks to get it just on at the right time. Every every check you make will add 10 seconds. And if you succeed a check, you get to decide whether it adds 10 seconds or it removes 10 seconds from the clock. If you go, if you end this jump 22 and a half seconds positive or negative, Inside of that that range, you'll be there on time. If you go outside of that range, you won't be. Ugh. If you fail, it will take you further the furthest away. So if you're at negative 10 seconds, it would drop you to negative 20 seconds. By 10 seconds. Okay. Whew. Exactly. All right. Uh, every threat you get adds another second of variance that it adds to it. Mm. Uh, also, every threat and advantage will additionally add setbacks and boosts to the next <laughs> trick to make it more and more crazy. Wow. All right. So because he got two successes and a threat, he gets to add or subtract 11 seconds. Correct. Cool. And despair and triumphs will be really fun if they come up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sounds good to All me. Right. Is Grit able so, to not do anything, or does he have to pick a direction? Uh, He has to pick a direction. Got to pick. In this specific instance, it doesn't really matter which direction, no. right? Yeah. Uh, No. The first one doesn't matter. We're going to subtract 11 seconds. So... Uh, you will make the next check. It is one red and three purples and one setback because of the previous threat. Is Grit making all these rolls? Oh, yeah. He's the astrogator. Okay. Well, we'll give her to try it. And that's a three Uh, failure. Oh, no. That's actually not too bad. You have a talent that lets you re-roll those, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) All right. So that fails. So it is three failures, which doesn't matter how many. Uh, that will That's add good. 10 seconds, and I get to decide which way it goes. So I'm going to subtract. What? Yeah. So we're Why now. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that doesn't help what us. <laughs> so seconds. now you're at negative 21 seconds. But we're still mm-hmm. within the variance. You are still within the variance. And then this will be By the last check. By a second and a half. By a second and a half. Uh, if you fail this check, then... No pressure. GG. It will be out of variance. Uh, yep. Kira, Erebos, <laughs> we, we're lagging. Can you help? Can you help Grit somehow? I well, punch not, it harder. Uh, I thought we're negative, so we're going faster than... Yeah, you're going too fast. And, oh. and that that's the, the communication breakdown. Oh, and God. Grit's like, just let me do this! <laughs> and like, I, Kira I punches un-punch it a little it. quicker. No, I unpunch it. <laughs> and, and you the see break. the variances at like negative 11, and they go, it's now negative 21. You're like, just let me do this. Just let me do this. And three CIO is like, all right, oh, uh, this is your last check. Great. You need to go faster or slower, whichever <laughs> one's appropriate for the moment. Please do or, it now. <laughs> you got it, Captain. Uh, it is two reds and two purples. And if I flip this destiny, I get a green. Yeah, or you can downgrade one of theirs. You can downgrade that red to another purple. I downgrade that red. So it is one red, three purples. Well, and no setbacks or and no 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 boosts. Uh, Kira, over the three years, has been working a lot on <laughs> uh, different. Has been working a lot with Erebos and Ordain on different uh, force powers. And one of the one of the skills that she has found that she is especially skilled in is something called Force C, um, which is explained thusly: the Force user can feel the Force flowing around everything, seeing what is and what will be. So I can roll to get vague hints of events to come up to a day into my own personal future. So before this happens, I'd like to take a deep breath and I'd like to try and get a vague hint of, are we going to make this or not before we actually get there? Cool. All right. Uh, go ahead and make roll those four steps. And does the GM answer in fortune cookie style? Or yep, please, yes. Try again later. Uh, magic 8-Ball eight eight <laughs> There you go. Like, yeah. yeah, that would actually be great. Magic 8-Ball style. Yep. Love it. Um, okay, do uh, one Force Die or two? Is Ordain around or am I on my own? Uh, Ordain is around and he is helping. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? After three years, we still have this guy? We still have a grimoire, right? I mean, yeah. This is, he, he is book. We booked this guy for We booked this guy for three Beautiful Okay, I'm just throwing shit Yeah that's two light side points And a dark side point So yeah GM tell us whether or not Madison's going to succeed this role You get a good feeling About what's to come But like in the next day Uh there's also uh, like uh, always emotion. The future is so you feel uh, like good. You feel good, and then there's a moment of like terror. Great. Make a cool check. Oh, all right. Hard. Oh, make a. Fe- it's a fear check. Oh gosh, um, my cool is not cool. <laughs> That's a failure. One straight failure. You pull back and you kind of lock up. You're having like a mini panic attack. You're like, because uh, this is the the first time like you you've just reached out just kind of willy nilly on your own, 
Um, and, uh, without like real, a long time meditating with Ord Mm -hmm. and he looks over at you, uh, and he like puts his hand down, like he can't see, you know, quote unquote, can't see you, but he kind of like puts his hand down you feel his hand and it kind of calms you a little bit, but you're, you're visibly like shooken and you look over and this is a point where you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I just have to trust Erebos. It's a good thing Grant? that she is invisible while she's having a panic attack in front of us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Kira, yeah, takes a deep breath. <sighs> okay. Grit, <clears throat> I trust you. I know you're going to do this. I can tell. I've seen it. Do it. Make a leadership check. Oh, all right. And you will get one uh, setback die because you are currently, like, terrified. Okay. I also get a force die on leadership. Yep. Uh, two. Yep. Oh, because two. Because Ordain's helping. Uh, it's yep. fine. I'll just use that. So I get one success, oh. one advantage, and two light side points, which I will use as advantage. Excellent. So you actually bolster everybody in the cockpit. Sweet. Um, everybody will now get a, a boost die on their next roll. So I think... Uh, I think I'll totally McK- remember that. I think, th- I think thematically, they probably all know that I've been you know, working on this and... Uh, I think they've, I say that I've seen this and they know what I mean by that. They say, I say, oh. I have a good feeling about this. I've seen it. And I think everybody in the cockpit knows exactly what I mean um, about that. I don't tell them about the terror that I felt. <laughs> I just tell them about the good thing that I felt. Um, nice. So they feel good. Ignorance about is bliss. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what mechanically, what was the advantage? Uh, everybody gets a boost on their next check. Beautiful. Okay, so right. grit, grit, do it. You get a boost. Let's roll some dials, baby. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> I uh, grit successed three times with Woo! two. Threat. All right, All right. Mm. so Woo! that is twelve. Seconds. Fantastic job! I'm so proud of you. <laughs> All of that for the boost that gave you a blank side of the die. <laughs> we will subtract 12 exactly. Seconds. That's what. I'm- <laughs> You have 12 seconds. So we're going another 12 seconds. So back. you can either add, you're at negative 21 seconds. You can either add 12 seconds. Bump it up to yes. negative nine. Excellent. Please. I love that this has become a math game. I know. You <laughs> solved math. mathematics puzzle. Uh, we're not playing D&D for a reason. We're <laughs> <laughs> mathletes, you heard? You pop into the sector. And you in the Krillian sector, this is a busy, bustling sector, and you can see the hyper buoy like going through and scanning you and, and making a record of you entering the system. And it, yeah, you clock in at nine seconds, uh, uh negative recorded nine. negative nine, uh, and you, um, yeah, you're there and you proceed. Uh, you guys won't know for about three days if this worked or not, uh, when you guys get boarded. So you, oh man, Kira's like, the wait, oh, uh, and she takes the bracelet <laughs> off. Hold on to this. Yep. She puts it in her vest pocket. Grip begrudgingly takes the pilot hat off and hands it back. <laughs> uh, and the ship jumps into hyperspace uh, to Hosnian Prime. A uh, few days later, very tense days, like uh, knowing, not knowing if you're going to die in a couple days and you're completely defenseless is a very terrifying feeling. So, yeah, um, it, it's just kind of like tense on the ship. Uh, what are people doing to 
relieve that tension. Kira's in her workshop the whole time. Nice. Okay. Just messing around, doing stuff. Um, maybe maybe you're catching up, uh, or Dane's like uh, talking to you because you're catching up because Erebus kind of went away. Yeah. Talking about some stuff. Kira's doing some maintenance on the ship that doesn't actually need to be done. It's just keeping her busy. Nice. Um. <laughs> Cannon is uh, mechanically. Uh, I'm adding a talent called hidden storage for my scoundrel tree. Uh, thematically Cannon is sort of hollowing out, uh, a little section in his bunk. Uh, he doesn't know exactly what he's going to put in there yet, but he wants to have some sort of hidden compartment and he's, uh, he's being very meticulous with it. So it it would be very different and he's not telling anybody aboard either. He's working on this solo. Cool. Oh, like Han Solo. <laughs> Does everybody? Dang, dude. Wait till you meet my bud, Dan Duo, in yeah. the Centurion Sparrow. <laughs> Minnesota reference. Yeah. All right. Grit made it through the blue milk pretty early on on this quest. So now, like, he's pretty tense after that whole mm. ordeal. He's just. <laughs> Still in the commissary. Who's ordeal? Ordeal or no deal? <laughs> that's also funny. <laughs> oh, I peaked so bad. That's going to be unlistenable. So he's in the commissary, still just counting down from forty-five, just over and over. Like that. Oh, oh no! no. He, he's like reliving. He's it. reliving. Yeah. It. Nice, yeah. but you successed. Uh, you should oh, feel good about yourself. I think yourself. he doesn't actually know that, though. You yet, don't know right? you succeeded. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And in his mind, he knows like table talk, whatever. But we're going to somebody that he knows. He's tense about. He's had to mm. make those right. three astrogation test checks. He's tense about. He's just on edge. <laughs> I hate that in the past <laughs> two minutes of this podcast, we now know that two of the crew members are keeping secrets from everybody else. My secret is just a hidden compartment. I know, probably but it's for still like a, a secret. Play clone or something. I'll cut that. Grits is all <laughs> your sex yeah, robot. Just, oh, play clone. Okay, I get it. Yeah, now. Okay. you know, like a Playboy. Yeah, that, that was way uh, less sinister than I was thinking. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll leave it all in now. This is a nice little bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> please let me out, Mister Cannon. No, stay in there, please. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. What the hell is wrong with you? That's, you know I, what? Th- I thought you meant an actual person too, or, or yeah. like a doll or something. Yeah. The heat's getting I'll blow up close. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't blow up clone. Oh my god! I'll blow up girl clone. All right, we're getting off the rails. Get oh, must be the first time in this podcast. Am I right? <laughs> all right. All right, Todd, you're oh wait, Erebus, what are you doing? Erebus is in the commissary. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the commissary. You right said now. that weirder than Madison. <laughs> <laughs> commissary. No, he, he's trying to comfort Gray a little bit, but like, you know, not maybe necessarily doing the best job. It's more like uh Ah, the prospect of dying any day really reminds me of after order 66 and you know, oh my God! It was it was tough, but uh, you know everything turned out fine, so there's nothing to worry about, Grit. 
Hey, remember that? Remember Order 66, Cannon? <laughs> I'm in my room, dude. I'm not here. I... Thanks. Uh, I think Erebos 3132. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ship drops out of hyperspace. Kira, uh, you've had you've had some time. You've had a couple days to prep, uh, and you you let everybody know. All right, everybody, like this is happening. All right, everybody, you know the plan. We did it once before because, well, I thought we were going to be boarded a lot sooner. So I'm going to go ahead and put on this bracelet. You know how it goes from there. Um, nope, I don't. Can you remind us all? Yeah. So we've gone over the plan many, many times, Captain. But. Uh, we're going to drop in right here. I'm going to go ahead and make myself uh, scarce. And we're going to be boarded. We're going to be boarded by some Imperial Customs officers. Uh, we've been told they're not very friendly. Uh, they don't mess around. So they're going to make sure that we have what we say we have. Uh, and then hopefully all goes well. They're going to let us go. And uh, we'll be good from there. We'll get to go meet this uh, kludge fella on uh Tivic Maine at a spaceport there and uh we'll be good from there so be ready to be boarded everybody has hidden all their play clones right <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a Karen, reference to Karen like it. looks around <laughs> his eyes dart around really quick like how does she know about that <laughs> <laughs> Kara looks at Cannon when she says that specifically so uh Let's do this. We're going to drop out of hyperspace in five, four, three, two, one, now. And on one, we drop out of hyperspace. Oh, uh, <laughs> Cannon was not prepared. He thought it was coming on the zero. <laughs> Everyone else lurches. Um, the, the ship drops out of hyperspace, and um, right in front of you is an interdictor cruiser. Uh, and you see several other ships kind of stop to the side um, at, at the <laughs> DUI checkpoints. And <laughs> the uh, interdictor, you get an open comm like immediately. And it, like you see your transponder is getting red and boom, it's red. And then you hear unknown traveler, prepare to be boarded for inspection. Fantastic. We can't wait to have you. <laughs> Proceed to station 113A. And then it sends you coordinates. Cannon, you know, that was a weird thing to say, right? Kira, I know. I just, <laughs> it makes me really nervous dealing with them. But, you know, I'm kind of trying to hold it together for everybody. I think yeah. probably like arguing with an invisible girl. <laughs> it's not a good look for me in sure. any way. Yeah. I mean, they're going to recognize you, right? Should I wear the bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> we should have thought about that. Well, you you got a beard. And with that, <laughs> you hear the docking clamps uh, pulling the ship in to the bay. Erebos. Yeah, I want to... Erebos wants to look over the manifest real quick. Uh, okay. See if there is any cargo that, like, if it comes to it, that he could argue the crate shouldn't be opened or something. You know, you got, like, something kind of, mm. like, high-sensitive transport that like proton they, bomb oh yeah well yeah <laughs> if you open that crate <laughs> it's gonna explode <laughs> but you know not quite that um it is 13 crates of uh grain uh but you could try to come up with a reason yeah. that maybe like contaminants or something mm -hmm. that would would maybe uh 
be a good thing. Um, yeah. So we will have. Uh, but we have six. Erebos. Crates. Do you think? Look, 13. I think Kira's right. And actually, now I sort of remember. Jeno uh, did say this. I think I'm not supposed to really be around for this. Do you? Do you think you can handle this? Yeah, just give me that captain's hat. I, Cannon <laughs> reaches up and touch it. He pats his bald head. And there's nothing there. Like, I reach out and I grab the he, nothing and I, <laughs> I put it on my head. Then, then I reach into I reach into my pocket and I give you that uh, imperial officer's badge from the Death Star three years ago. Nice. Like, this is sort of like. Well, Something. it's not really a hat, yeah. is it? That's a good thing to carry when you're getting inspected. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, actually, Cannon, you keep that. You know what? I actually, I know exactly where I'll put this. I just found a really good spot to put this in. I'll go put it there. So Janermaine actually said uh, to send not Cannon when we meet the guy, not not here. Correct. Well, the, Cannon the got thing- that mixed up, so we're just okay. going to roll with it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, does, cool. is Cannon bald with a beard? Cannon is bald with a beard now. That's a yeah. good look. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is a good yeah, look. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the sound of the docking clamp click into place on the ship. And now you know you're in, you're secured, and you will soon be entertaining your new guests, the Imperial Inspection Group. It will be a fun party. There's no going back now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Drew here with your bi-weekly shameless self-promotion. Have you shared the pod recently? Uh, we've got a few things going up on Instagram that would be fun to share, so go check us out there uh, at Fistful of Destiny. We're also on Facebook, and technically we're on Twitter too, uh, if you want to tweet at us there. I'm also going to start posting links to our episodes and other cool stuff on Reddit at r slash Fistful of Destiny, so you can go there and subscribe for updates and other cool stuff. Of course, you can also find all of this at fistfulofdestiny.com, where you can also buy merch and find our Patreon and all that stuff. Big, big thanks to our Patreon subscribers. You've allowed us to start improving our recording spaces and equipment and stuff. So hopefully you'll start noticing incremental improvements in our sound quality that were much needed. So that's very exciting stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks as always to everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here on August 1st. Yeah, August 1st. Cool. All right. Bye, y'all. One million five hundred sixty-five thousand two hundred thirty-one. That number should sound familiar to anyone in any rim of the galaxy. There were one million five hundred sixty-five thousand two hundred thirty-one people aboard an Imperial superweapon space station called the Death Star, and they all lost their lives in an instant. You've heard the story before. A teenage moisture farmer from the Outer Rim boards a smuggler ship, finds his way to the Death Star, 
breaks the Alderanian Princess Leia out, and returns her to a rebel base. He gets to live his dream of joining the Rebellion as a starfighter pilot. Against all odds, he fires two proton torpedoes deep into the heart of the Death Star, triggering a massive explosion that obliterates the station and everyone in it. By any measure, this is a critical blow to the Empire. And if this story sounds just a bit too fantastic to believe, you're not alone. I have spent the last six space months researching the exact cause of the explosion that claimed so many lives. I chased down every lead, traversed the galaxy from Coruscant to Tatooine. I tapped every Imperial resource I have, reviewing what little surveillance footage survived. I read dozens of disaster assessment reports from some of the most respected investigators in the galaxy, and I hit dead end after dead end after dead end. Finally, in a stroke of luck, one of my contacts forwarded me a short clip of an Imperial captain apparently rigging one of the massive water reservoirs to explode. So I reached out to multiple contractors who all confirmed that, due to minimal regulation and Imperial building codes, it is entirely possible this could have led to a chain reaction throughout the entire station and perhaps lead to its destruction. My team and I spent days, weeks, poring over enlistment records and Death Star station assignments, comparing possible matches to the footage of the mysterious captain. We found a single match. Captain Tinva. So now we're asking... Who is truly responsible for the destruction of the Death Star and the loss of more than 1.5 million lives? Is it Luke Skywalker, the teenage moisture farmer and pilot savant? Or could it be Archibald Tinva, the disgruntled, aging Imperial captain? Join me, Sarando Koenig, in this weekly series. I'll walk you through all of the evidence and together, maybe we'll uncover the truth once and for all. This is Space Serial, and we'll see you next week. I'm Inspector Karras. Where is your manifest? Is the first thing you hear when a very stern-looking woman, surrounded by two stormtroopers and a specialist, walk into your airlock looking directly at Erebos? Yes. Uh, Grit, I and 3OCS are in the little, I don't know, what, our hangar? Or mm, okay. Uh, in the cargo bay? Yeah, in the cargo bay. Or, okay. And I switched out my uh, robe for 3OC's duster, so Grit and I are matching. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. The manifest's right here, man. Uh, and she, uh, one of her, uh, w- the specialist, walks forward, grabs the manifest, and then starts like looking through it. Uh, she pulls out one of her little code cylinders, hands it over to the specialist. The specialist puts it into the data pad, and you can see they're verifying it with uh, customs. And you're just kind of Ooh. waiting there, staring. Yeah, it's just uh, 13 containers of grain. Uh, we got viewing ports in the side. I'd vastly prefer it if you didn't open any, as my customers do not prefer spoiled grain. She looks up when you say that. Oh, you prefer if we didn't open them. Okay. What if we just open them all right now, oh, then? Oh, uh, well, then I wouldn't get any money for this run. That'd be a shame. Are you a member of the Trade Guild? 
or are you just independent? Well, it's always been an aspiration of mine to go guild, but uh, they've got a pretty strict uh, policy on who they allow. Yes, it's good policies. I think it really cleans up the trade routes. There's a certain level of quality that's assured in uh, this merchandise. The specialist kind of pulls the uh, code cylinder, hands it back to her, and then continues to look down at the manifest. And then the group starts walking just like, right into the cargo bay. Um, they know the layout of the ship <laughs> uh, and they're walking towards it. It is a, a ship used by the Imperials, so makes sense. Yes. <laughs> uh, almost past you. Uh, and, and you have to like catch up to stay in, ahead of them. Uh, you move down and now you're going into towards the cargo bay. Grit, are you still in the cargo bay? Uh, that's where, where Erebos last saw you or, or do you like clear out? You heard the Imperial voice and got a little bit of a chill when you heard yeah. it. Like it, I think I met them with Erebus so they could see the Duster Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's, okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, so you're there. What about uh, uh, three OCs? Three OCs is back in the commissary. Got it. Okay. Do we? It, is it acceptable for us to have a battle droid with us, or is that something we should try and hide? Uh, it's possible that the battle droid is restricted. Uh, and there might be some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but more of a relic droids, of an old time, really. <laughs> yeah, droids are pretty common. Uh, and and okay. Wookiees are not super common, but they are hired or um, indentured you know, uh, mm-hmm. as crew. Okay. Um, uh, Kira, uh, Kira's there with them, um, invisible and, and hiding. And hi- invisible and hiding. Um, and so she, okay. she... So I actually looked up the bracelet uh, what the item is and they can make a check uh, to like smell you or otherwise sense you even if they can't see you so kira knows that um so she's trying to well s- and also that. Th- they do have scanning equipment and that will scan you mm, it will detect you yeah do i expect uh, that it they is- are going to automatically use that scanning equipment every time or yeah only okay so so, but you can see it. It's like it's like a big bulky crate that they bring in, and then there's a whole bunch of tools in there. They kind of open up and and then scan everything, mm-hmm. and so you can see it coming. Okay, uh, especially being invisible, you can kind of like skirt around. So it. Kira ejects herself into space. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so, Looks like we're blasting off again. <laughs> so Kira Kira stays in the workshop then, uh, but she is watching on the cameras closely. Got it. Listening. Okay. Cool. Uh, where is Cannon? Cannon is, is there any sort of catwalk in the, in our cargo bay? I'm kind of unclear on how big our cargo bay is. I know it's all theater of the mind, but <laughs> yeah. uh, can there be a catwalk? Theatrically, yes. Uh, there can be a catwalk. Okay. Uh, I want to be kind of up on the catwalk and I'm not, I'm not hiding, but I'm not trying to make myself seen. Uh, and what are I you have, wearing? I am not wearing my poncho. I think I'm just wearing like a. Just like pants and an undershirt, like an under tank top. Uh, And he is acting like he is just muscle for this job. Um, So he's kind of looking a little. He's watching them uh, and he's not making a show of himself, but he's not hiding either. Uh, And he is not holding a weapon uh, that they can see. Wink. (laughs) You get a text from Jan Romain that says, what are you wearing? (laughs) <laughs> oh. i'm scrolling through no. space whatsapp I'm like, oh. uh, s- second test comes uh text comes through don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh jk lol <laughs> <laughs> 
Oops, wrong person. Oh my god. <laughs> that's so that's so bad. Is this still Doug? <laughs> <laughs> um the the inspection team uh breaks down the equipment and starts uh scanning. Uh, and they pull out, uh, there's these remotes uh, that kind of lift up into the air and surround on all like four corners of, of a crate. And then a beam shoots through them. And then they start uh, lowering down towards the crate. You know there are three crates that are are very bad. This is not one of them, thankfully. We know which ones they but are. Okay. You know which ones they are. Um, Do we suspect that they're about it, to scan all of them or they're going to scan a random assortment? You don't know. Okay. It, it is up to... Or they're going to scan a random assortment. You don't know. Okay. It, it is up to the whim of the inspector. Mm-hmm. And... Only somebody here had the force. And Erebos saying, oh, hey, you know, please don't open them. Uh, yeah. Kind of makes an inspector be like, mm, I'm going to open everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, because they're jerks. Cannon comes through over the comms. Can you, like, redirect them from the from the crates? From the bad crates? Cannon, Cannon, I've got an idea. If they're going to check them all, here's what we do. As soon as they check half of them, we're going to shell game it. I'm going to create a distraction. And Erebos, you're going to switch them. You're going to switch them. They're in our ship, Cannon. I can create any distraction I want. As soon as that happens, Erebos, you're going to move them. They're so big. We can do it. I know we can do it. Erebos, you can lift one of those crates, right? Let's just kill them. Grit. Sorry, your your plan is to create a distraction, and then Erebos gets in a forklift and starts moving crates around. <laughs> <laughs> crates with cereal. He could just—that's your plan. They've all got repulsor lifts on the bottom. All he's got to do is hit the button, and he can slide them around. Okay, but can you make them like adopt adopt the emotional state of like I don't want to be here and I want to be on my way? I mean, we could, I'm, but I'm these scanners, that right now. these scanners are droids. They're scanning this. There's, we can't stop that, and and neither Erebos nor I can affect a droid. I'm not saying a word. I'm just smiling. But I am going to think to Kira and mentioned Cannon's right though. They do have serial numbers. I'm not sure the shell game's going to work. <sighs> I didn't think of that. I'm stupid. Uh, uh, and I go switch back to the regular comms and go. Uh, never mind. Uh, that was Erebos's idea, and uh, I don't think it's gonna work. So forget I said anything. What if we just blast them all? Wait, you no. and Grit both. I can't. That's <laughs> not. Yeah, we can't just blast everything, Cannon. I thought you were over that. I thought you were past that kind of uh, machismo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I thought you had grown as a person in the past three years, and maybe didn't always want to go shoot first anymore. Uh, old habits die hard, and I really grit pats his wrench at his side. This inspection's just continuing, and I'm just gonna like <laughs> also just like non-verbally communicate with Kira and say, "I liked Cannon's idea. If you can make this lady just like chill out a little bit, I think right. I can. I'm not. I think I can persuade her otherwise." I'm not close enough at the moment, though. I'll head down. Uh, the first one's done, and she reads out the serial number for the second one. And the uh, the tech looks over and is kind of listening at the serial number, looking up at one, sees it, and then points and then takes the the equipment. The remotes kind of fly over. They're both they both have data pads, and they're looking at the readouts as it goes through. And also, not one of the ones. It's not okay. Great. No. Um, so Kara's gonna go ahead and head down. Still invisible. Uh, but head down to the base so that she's nearby so that if she needs to use the force, she can. 
Got it. Uh, one of the answers. What smells like wet dog? <laughs> <laughs> Kira mutters. I just got out of the shower. Come on. Uh, um, yeah. So she's coming down. Okay. Uh, the uh, uh, the scanner goes finishes at the bottom. The inspector looks at you and has a cruel look in her eye, and she motions to the scanning team and says, "Open that one." Boop, boop, boop. Well, well, and, I, uh, while I respect your utmost authority in this situation, I implore you, this is my livelihood. If you open these crates, I'm not making any credits here. Well, that's exactly what someone would say that was supplying dissidents with weapons. Are you supplying dissidents with weapons? It's what they say otherwise, too. Of course not. I'm just trying to make my way into the trading guild, one job at a time. Uh, make a deception check. That's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it's a you have a check. destiny point. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I am going to upgrade the difficulty, uh, and it will be two purples and one red. Can Kira assist? Uh, not the lie. No. Well, no. Okay. That's all right. I, uh, I've been really working on my deception. I've been standing in front of the mirror and lying to myself about, you know, all kinds of cool Oh, my stuff. God. That's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> He is the Lord of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give me a setback? Uh, <laughs> just one. You are an alien. And yes, uh, she will give you a setback because you Aren't are an alien all? and she is racist. All right. Well, I will remove that setback. Um. <laughs> Based on what? Excellent. Yeah. What, what's the talent called? We do have nerds that listen to this pro- probably. <laughs> I listen to I it, have, so yes, we have nerds that listen to it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have the plausible deniability. Ooh, nice. They set back per rank of plausible deniability from all coercion and deception checks. Nice. Cool. And you can be like, I don't know. I just picked them up and they told me not to. <laughs> yeah. But I do get an extra boost from Kira's leadership earlier because this is my first. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Deal. Um. So I got a lot of dice to roll here. You're still thinking about that speech you gave three days ago. <laughs> Man, good speech. Oh, well, no. uh, what did you get? Uh, that's a uh, five advantage. Hey, you can dip into the dark side, though, right? And, and get side. that one success. Can't you also turn a destiny point to use one of those as a light side? That's success? what I was just, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. All right. Instead of hey, those can't options. Can you use a destiny point? To- <laughs> instead of those options, let's go back to my specializations. And I'm going to use. <laughs> okay. Natural Charmer. Nice. I, I'm familiar with it too. Yeah, right. yeah. Which can <laughs> just use. And so I am allowed to re roll uh, a Charmer Deception check. Sweet. Let's give that another shot. Oh, and is Ordain here to help me out with my... Uh, uh, Ordain is there, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to modify... Compliment her clothes. Oh, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> Tell her she looks sharp today. Is your is your force rating two now? Yes. Sweet. So I re-rolled, and now I got three success, two light side, yeah. two dark side. So I will use those light side for two advantage. Uh, Natural charmer, uh, he, baby. He says, <laughs> she looks to be rank of lieutenant. Use that. They like it when you call them by their rank. Well, Lieutenant, 
I see you dressed real nice for this occasion. It'd be a shame if you got some spilt grain on it from opening up all this, uh, all these cargoes. I don't want to sully you in any way. Arabos, tell her it's really dusty. It's she, really she, dusty grain. <laughs> she looks over and uh, her demeanor changes a tiny bit, but she doesn't stop them. And they open it up. And the grain, like, it just shoots everywhere. <laughs> like, it's, it's pressurized, and there's, like, grain dust everywhere. And, uh, like, and it's almost dusters. like a sandstorm. And <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the troopers are kind of, like, moving their hands. You can barely see in front of your face. And then You see there's then this Ewok-sized shape where <laughs> oh, none no! of the dust is. <laughs> <laughs> you do, actually. Oh, God. So Kira, what do you do? Um, I hide. I run. I hide. I try as well as I can to you go tee and you run behind. I don't us. say tee hee. <laughs> oh. I say ooh woo. Just climb into the crate. <laughs> oh no! No, no. And they seal it. Oh, yeah. No. Um, At least I got food. Yeah. No. I mean, I just try and get out of the way. Okay. Why do yeah, they cool. give that to uh, the GM? <laughs> make a stealth check. Gosh, dang it. Because you're a good role player. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what really matters. Uh, it's well role player. <laughs> well one. Okay. What's the difficulty on this? Uh, this is going to be average. Okay. There's a lot of places to hide here in your pre. Well, and yeah, and the, they just had great explode in their face. You know? But I'll give you a setback because the grain. Yeah, that makes sense. But you can remove the setback <laughs> if you have something that one success, two threats. Excellent. Uh, I inhale some of the grain because you're like start coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why do you keep giving things to the GM? No, no, that's perfect. Did you forget how we play this? This is an adversarial game. And then Erebos covers it up by going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you run around and you're hiding behind one of the the crates. And you're you're like (laughs) little little Kira's arms are back up against the the crate. And she's. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) The grains, uh, the grain dust settles. And uh, the lieutenant takes her hat off and like pounds the uh, dust out of it. Well, and looks back at you. Uh, there goes seven point six nine two three percent of my hull. <laughs> I thought we weren't uh, doing math. <laughs> <laughs> nope, this is a math game now. <laughs> and she she coughs a little bit and she says, "Seal it up." And they seal it. They wait a little bit longer, and then she says. Inspect crate four four one eight four one eight five four four one eight four, and uh, the the technician's like oh, four four one eight, <laughs> uh, and, and like kind of looks up, and all of the serial numbers are covered in in dust right now, and he like reaches his hand up and like wipes one away, and then he, you can see him go oh, four four one eight four, you know. That is one of the crates. Okay. I use force influence then. I give him I give that guy a different number in his head. <laughs> of one of the oh, good crates. Right. Oh. So he's like four four one eight four one eight five four four one eight four four one eight. And uh what do you and you just you give him like a completely uh, a number for one of the good yeah. crates. He wipes one. Uh go ahead and make that check. He is not of super weak mind. Uh, but he's had a long day, so it's an easy check. Okay. Um, uh, so or actually, average with two boosts. 
believe something untrue, we make a discipline check, right? I mean, that's what it says. Correct. Um, combined yep. with an influence power check. Also, when stressing the mind of a target, uh, I now give the character two strain. Nice. Okay. With nice. one of my upgrades. Just making it stay harder. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could I give a boost if I like point out the one that Kira is going to tell the guy in his head? Like, uh, I think you're looking for this one, partner. Mm, I like that. Yeah, you could walk. You could walk up to him. Yeah, and you hear him muttering it. Yeah, uh, and then you just start uh, saying you numbers. See, three, you see four, a tiny nine, little green covered like yeah. paw come out, and then like little hand turn <laughs> <laughs> as, as Kira does the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> All right, so making a discipline and influence check, uh, average with three boosts and two force die. Boom, baby, that is four successes, oh. a threat, uh, and a triumph. And I will use that light side dark point, point nice. to counteract that threat. So that's straight Very four nice. success and a triumph. Um, so he goes and he grit, you walk up and you're like, oh, this is the one you're looking for. Uh, oh, 44184. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you walk up to him and I think this is the one you're looking for, partner. I use my wrench and I like, tap one. Oh, uh, thank you. He he hits a couple buttons uh, and the scanner comes over and goes and scans that other crate. And then when he's done, the technician looks down at his data pad, looks back up at the crate serial number, and the inspector starts reading off the next serial number to check. And Erebos, you're like, oh, she's going to go through every single one, isn't she? And then the technician says, uh, sir, these are all verified. And walks over to her and says, they were all verified at Krelia Station. And and kind of hands the, the data pad over. And she looks down at it. She eyes it up and down. And then she kind of looks back at Erebos and says, so they are. We could have saved a lot of time <laughs> if you would have just told this to us. Well, I guess you saved some of your profit. Move out. And the inspection team leaves, and she she's just kind of looking at all all of the gunk that's there. Like, oh, geez. grit dips his new cowboy hat that we retconned, and he says, "Thank you kindly." Nice. Uh, uh, we haven't actually retconned those yet. That was <laughs> yeah. the first introduction of them. Yeah, so that was the retcon. <laughs> 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 yeah, Erebos picked up two cowboy hats for grit and three OCs. When we were I have altered the, the narrative. I Pray I do not alter <laughs> yeah. it. <further. laughs> the yeah, the inspection team leaves, and now you are alone in your ship, and they tell you to depart. Uh, and you leave and jump into hyperspace, and you are free. <laughs> you are on to the next leg, and you are doing good. Nice. Woo! Good job there, boss. Yeah. Thanks. And then I take off the duster and I hand it to Grit and I would say, you can give this back to 3OCS so he can start dusting up this cargo bay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, droids have rights too. Okay, we only need one captain making jokes here. 3CIO just has like a little vacuum. and it's- <laughs> I turned to Ken and I was like, oh, so you want this back? And I take the nothing off the top of my head and I hold it out reverently. Ken so uh, and grabs it and tucks it into his pocket and the nothing to be clear. Uh, yeah. Gonna now, have to clean this first. I did Erebus, I did realize 
I did realize while we were doing this that this actually wasn't the leg that um, I wasn't supposed to be around for. Um, so I think you might have to be captain again later. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then I can take that back. <laughs> no, I'll give it. I'll hold on to it for now. I'll give it to you when you need it. Well, then this was good practice. It was very good practice, Erebos. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I thought Mr. I did pretty swell. Lord of Shadows. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you heard, I heard that, you did talking you? to Doug. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's actually St. Charles, Lord of Security. That's ridiculous. His name is Doug. I've talked to him for years. <laughs> yeah, it, it's Doug. <laughs> uh, Grit, do you interject at all because you actually know this kludge? Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm doing uh, everything I can to. Or, Grit's doing everything he can to play it cool. Got it. It's going to be a check for that. Yeah, that's a daunting cool check. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Uh, Kira knows where we're going next. We're heading to Tivik, Maine, right? Yeah. Um, So, she she says to Grit, Hey, Grit, you want to put in those coordinates? We're heading off to Tivik, Maine, and uh, you might be happy to know we're going to meet somebody at a nightclub. Does that mean we're getting some some drinks there? That means we're getting some drinks there. You ready? I could not be readier. <laughs> Kira punches it. <laughs> uh, make an attribution. Great falls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're not ready yet. Hold on. <laughs> With three CIO, I'm guessing? Yep. And He's currently Is it an easy one? No. Uh, easy. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. Five success, a threat, but also a triumph. Ooh. You've been here before, and you know how to punch in. Like you know these routes. Uh, th- this used to be your old stomping grounds, and so you you punch it in, and like Kira's like, yeah, we should go through this system. You're like, I got it, and you just like punch this direct route. Kira like squints back. her eyes. She's a little suspicious. Wait a minute, <laughs> not usually this good. And it's like it, it cuts out a lot of time, and then and then and then Grit's like, oh, I mean, beep boop, <laughs> beep boop up. <laughs> Uh, and the ship uh, jumps into hyperspace moments later, probably 20 minutes to pop out uh, and lands at the station. When Gris promised or a beer, he gets there as quick as possible. <laughs> Are you sure you want uh, to start assigning times to hyperspace travel? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't tell uh, you exactly where you were at yeah, or where this good. place is. All right. Oh, you're right, though. No, I did. Dang it. Um an unknown amount of time that's quicker than another unknown amount of time <laughs> passes, uh, and you pop out of hyperspace and land on the moon. Nice. <laughs> uh, who goes? Uh, so this was the one that Jan Romain said that maybe you want to send somebody that's inconspicuous. Do we have anybody uh, that's you're inconspicuous? Meeting a contact? <laughs> We've got a clone, an Ewok, a Wookiee, and an Umbaran. Where's Malone? We need Malone. Please call them vampires. <laughs> uh, can you remind me? Now, our our campaign notes, they say send someone less conspicuous than canon. Is that actually what mm-hmm. Jander said? Or did she just say someone not so conspicuous? When she said it, she looked at you and she specifically looked at the pauldrons you were wearing. So if you just go without those pauldrons, that would be less conspicuous. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but she just wants somebody that's a little bit more cloak and daggery and less daggery. 
when you said the pauldrons more, more cloak, and the poncho, yeah. I was picturing the poncho over the pauldrons, and I was just picturing like an early '90s football player with the giant shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, and the leather helmet. Uh, no, not not that. The pon- poncho oh, starting to fray, so you can see the pauldrons through a little bit <laughs> yeah. on the shoulders. Yeah. Uh, Cannon puts on like an overly tight. Uh, Henley long sleeve t shirt, nice. not t shirt, I guess, long sleeve shirt. Uh, nice. that's kind of cut down the center, and you can see uh, it's a little open in the middle, so you can see some of his chest hairs. Nice. But he looks very, very tasteful. It, it, it's I tasteful. feel like he should be wearing some type of medallion, <laughs> like, I feel like that just, it just needs chain. to, yeah. He's he, uh, yeah, there is okay, so he's actually wearing one quarter of a medallion. Uh, oh. and each of the rest of no. uh, the team has one quarter, and when you put oh. them all together, it's got like a fist. Nice. I don't know Very if nice. they're wearing theirs. Yeah, but, uh, doesn't Cannon wear is wearing his. <laughs> You're the thumb. It gets caught in Kira's for uh. she doesn't wear hers either. <laughs> she's got it hanging. She's got it hanging from the rearview mirror in the Unknown Traveler. No. <laughs> Grits is on his uh, yeah. his cowboy hat. It's the little beads that come. Right. Oh, side. that's yeah. so good. Yeah. Erebos has got his through his lightsaber hilt as a little charm. Aww. Aww. Ooh. <laughs> like a rosary almost. That's cool. That's awesome. All right. Uh, who's coming? Who's going? That'll be me, sir, obviously, as I need a beer. Uh, I'll uh, stick off to the yeah, side. Yeah, all though. right. I said you couldn't come on the last one, so I, you got to come on this one. I'll walk in separately. Cannon, how Airbus, about us? A- sorry. How about us? Do you want to come too? <laughs> <laughs> Cannon, how about I uh, head over there by myself and, uh, you know, I'm not part of the party, but I'm just there for some drinks and I'll just uh, keep a, keep an eye over y'all. Do we know anything about this fit? Like, do we know that this is going to be uh Sometimes you go to a place and there's lots of aliens there. You know, we're all aliens, but lots of different kind of aliens. It, do we know if this is going to be a sort of uh, all-encompassing, species-friendly kind of place? Or or is this like Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ask Grit. Have him do an underworld check. Yeah, Grit, what do you anybody- think? Does anybody know anything about this place we're at? I, I know you've I don't never been here. Grit, that he but... knows anything about this place. No. Yeah. So I, I think Cannon is just asking the group as a yeah. whole, and then anybody can chime in if they want and yeah. attempt to check. I'll, can we check the Holonet? Uh, look up the Google Maps uh, location of this. <laughs> Top ten things to do in this city. <laughs> <laughs> not on it. Definitely not on. <laughs> Grit could do a, a underworld lore check. Yep. Yeah, yeah, do an underworld check. And is there any setbacks on that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want. probably give you a difficulty. Um, it will be, I mean, you know this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you'd like, you don't have to make a check. Okay. You just know this. But I'm going to Maybe it's a deception check to us. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, probably not because he probably doesn't want to do a deception check. But uh, no, yeah. deception average difficulty just to see if you if you let on more, like you give more information than somebody that. Yeah, I heard know, from somebody that this rumors. place has got. Yeah, just average. Uh, yeah. Oh, and their onion rings are special, and they got Taco Tuesday. One success. Spot on. You slide in the info like really well yeah. and, and nobody really 
expects grit to lie to them or to be holding things back. So it's pretty easy for you to just slide information in and then people just take it as truth. It is alien. Fr- <laughs> I don't know. What, is it? Alien? <laughs> uh, Kludge is an alien. But and is the bar? The bar itself is not necessarily on either side. It like there's aliens in there and everything, but the bar is an intimate setting. And if you were to send a group of like four people in, it, it, it's it's not really a bar. It's more of a nightclub. And so if you were sent to send in a group of four people and it's kind of a slow nightclub, mm-hmm. it would be noticed. Uh, and so you feel like, especially dealing with Kludge, he's pretty loud. Uh, he loves his Max Rebo and he tends to blast it when people come in. Ugh. And so the more of you that are in there, the more people are that are going to draw attention. So Kludge works there. We're not we got to take there. Uh, Kludge does not oh, work there. He's just there he listening to the frequents this type place. Of okay, gotcha. Yeah, he's a regular think we're going to be accepted here but uh might not want to send all all of us at once as it's more of an intimate setting and we might stand out kira goes in first and applies for a job <laughs> uh, that's the rest of the episode dude you guys go for it. It. Yeah. The bathroom. It- <laughs> um you could go in and 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 like be a technician there absolutely Great. You could be like, I'm here to fix a refrigerator, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, Kira puts on uh, all of the, you know, tool belts and she grabs her toolbox and looks as she puts on like a, a yellow vest. Um, and she's going to go ahead and go in first and and act like she's going to be there, or that, like she's there to fix something um, so that she can kind of be around wherever she needs to be and, and watch the situation as it unfolds. All right, make an average uh, deception check. I will give you a boost because it is very believable to see like re- repair people coming in and doing things. And you do look like a particularly furry Ugnot, <laughs> and those are usually the people that go around repairing things. That's one success, four advantage, and uh, two light side points, which I will use as advantage. Very nice. Yeah, you're already in the back, and you already hacked in. Great. <laughs> you've got you've got whatever cameras they yep. have. Uh, you're like, you, you have this little machine and it's this little droid and all it does is take a wrench and hit a pipe every once in a while. <laughs> so it, it sounds sound like you're like working. I, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Do you have access to the uh, Spotify t- or music selection so you can turn off Max <laughs> Jukebox? No, I love uh, it. It is an I isolated system. Too bad. Ha ha ha. Uh, who else is going? Kira is infiltrating early. I'm also going to pass a boost to the next person and notice something with all those advantages. Very nice. Okay. You notice the the bartender is a little on edge. All right, cool. Who goes in? Who who is going in next, or who is actually going in to this meeting? I'm going in, but not to the meeting. I'm just going to the bar for a drink. Totally separate as well. The bartender here also knows you. Yeah, checks out. We're going in separate though. So you come in, uh, and you walk in and you sit down, and he looks up. He's like, "Oh, grit," uh, and grit <laughs> makes like a. Sorry, I guess yeah, the that's, people, yeah. at, people at home can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> Grit does the cut it out hand motion. That's what he wants you to think he was doing, everybody. <laughs> it was a totally uh, different hand motion. <laughs> and the bartender, you know this bartender. The bartender doesn't really know anything illicit goes on here. <laughs> um, Idiot. That Kludge, one of his regulars, is a pretty big connection to a lot of information. Um he doesn't really know that. Uh, and, and you do have a formal, like a uh, good relationship where he's just, Oh, he's one of Kledge's friends. 
Um, so he doesn't really like, you can still do that, but he's, he, he was not going to really understand like, Oh, don't call me grit or anything like that. So I whispered, (laughs) don't call me grit for the next half hour. He looks up at you. He says, are you in some trouble grit? Just get me a beer. Okay. But I'll hit you up on WhatsApp space. WhatsApp later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I can do that. He, you can tell he's, he's pretty visibly shook still. Yeah. Uh, he grabs the beer. Uh, and he slides it over. So uh, I'm a little worried seeing you here. Kludge, well, you know Kludge. He, he's always in here. He's always here. I haven't seen him in about three days. So you're saying he's not here right now? Oh, you always were the smart one, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I haven't seen him in three days. You, and then you showing up like this? Is there trouble? Are you in trouble? Well, no, nah, I wouldn't call it trouble. But I would like to know the last whereabouts that you have heard of Kludge. Three days ago, he was over there in his booth. Normal people. He's got friends all over. You know, you're one of them. Coming to see him. And he left. And, well, I haven't seen him. I I expected to see him the next morning like he always comes in. Now that is a little bit disconcerting. Did you happen to get a... A make or model on this friend? Or a license well, plate on? Did he have a... <laughs> did he have his driver's think, license that he left up at the counter? You know, now that you mention it, you know, he has his regular friends, people coming to say hi. Every once in a while, new people. But there was one person that came to talk to him. It was really quick. It, uh... Clutch uh, seemed to have a great time with him, though. I didn't think anything was wrong. He was smiling after and everything. Kludge, smiling? Now that is trouble. You know, you know, just like me, when <laughs> Kludge gets a, something in his mind, well, it can mean a little bit of rowdy work, but I don't know. I, just be careful. You know, and if you want to listen to a song, his bot's up and running again. I'd be damned. Dang. Play some Rebo for old times. <laughs> Let's play some Max Rebos. Cannon and Erebos are walking in right now. Okay. Uh, there is a person that is standing outside uh, of the the nightclub. Uh, and when you go to walk in, he kind of joins you and walks in with you. He's got a very dark uh, demeanor about him. And he's wearing, wearing a hat. Um, very slick looking. But he walks in. He looks over at the barman. He puts two fingers in the air and points in a direction. The, the barman kind of nods at him and uh, kind of smiles and waves for a second. The guy walks over uh, about two two like little booths over from from uh, Kludge's spot and sits down uh, and you know a, a person comes over and starts talking to him and uh, giving him drinks and he leans in real quick uh, and he says, "Grid, that's him. That's the uh, that's the new guy. Oh. So whatever you're gonna do, I'm getting a real bad feeling about this." Well, I got a bad feeling about this too. <laughs> uh, and Kira, you are uh, sitting back, and you're just like browsing like the Holonet, and you're like clicking through cameras and stuff, catching and up on space Reddit. Something comes in your mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something comes in your mind. You remember uh, something, uh, and it was it, it 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 hits you like a lightning bolt. And you remember exactly like an insignia 
that was the manufacturer of this like coat. And you just remember the insignia in your, your head when you had that vision a few days ago and now you see it. Uh, and you see it on, and it's like you have a very strong feeling of deja vu, and immediately the tear hits okay. you again. So this was the bad. Thing. Uh, the, the the this is the bad thing. The intense feeling of like tear, uh, and you just y- your body starts to shake, and then you're like, oh no, oh no, no, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, boys, uh, I come to everybody. Uh, boys, you're just gonna have to trust me on this one, but uh, there's something real bad about that guy. Real bad. Uh, that guy that just walked in, something real bad about him. Uh, please be careful. Uh, I'm going to keep a real close eye on it, but there's, there's something real bad. You can't trust a guy with a fedora. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know he was wearing a fedora? <laughs> Cause I couldn't that. trust him. Um, I train every camera camera in the place on this guy. Nice. Uh, he sits down and he turns on like a hollow dancer and, uh, he, he's starting to like drink, uh, and then just kind of looking around, just relaxing, keeps the fedora on. Not weird at all. Uh, Erebus and Cannon, you walk in. Uh, we walked in the same time. You're kind of looking around, and then you hear uh, Kira calm that. Um, you uh, do your best not to glance over at at him. You go and you kind of like sit down at a. Um, Kira actually uh, starts the message with "Don't look now," but <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cannon doesn't look. We walked in right with him, so I think Cannon already sort of had a bead on where he was going. Yeah. Without you've yeah. already done your ocular pat down, exactly. Yep. Of the entire nightclub, I've got him in my peripheral, but I, right now I'm just drinking beer, talking to the bartender. Yeah. casually i'm just i'm waiting to see how it plays out yeah you get up and you walk over and uh, there's kind of a rebuilt droid that kludge made and it's 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 kind of a weird art piece too and it's kind of like sticking out of the wall and it is the uh the jukebox basically <laughs> um and you walk over and you slide down and you kind of get a smile on your face because cannon's in here and you know he hates max Rebo. <laughs> and you kind of slide down to max rebo and you hit the button and it kind of opens up the playlist uh and this music just doesn't have any soul it's just <laughs> god it's like it's made by the bleaches guy or something oh. <laughs> and you've been in here a lot and you've listened to a lot of max rebo where uh when when you're just kind of waiting around talking to kludge but you've never actually used the jukebox to set set something because kludge is always sitting there and he's always hitting the buttons and you look and something jumps out at you you've been like obsessing over astrogation for the past like month or something because you're like oh my god this is awful and the numbers just keep going through your head about jump coordinates and you look and the numbers of the tracks line up in a very peculiar way in the playlist and you look them up and down and you see like you you see those coordinates in it and you just see it in your eyes and you're like oh this is it you look at them and then you immediately hit the delete button and delete the playlist and then it just starts playing like greatest hits um and you know you've got them Th- this is just like coordinates that i'm assuming kludge is currently at yeah these are these are the the hot stuff coordinates that he's holding on to right now usually kludge only has a couple jobs going at the same time just to keep it simple for himself because he gets big payouts yeah uh and he doesn't keep the information on him 
Uh, he's been interrogated. He's been he's he's seen prison time. <laughs> he's been interrogated, thrown in prison for a long time, never given anything up. That's why he's very trusted. So this astrogation numbers, I'm guessing, is the final destination of where we're supposed to take this. Yep. Okay, okay. It is your destiny. Uh, That's really good. <laughs> just put some Max Rebo on. Go back to the bartender. Just yeah. a little bit of small talk. Go over the comms and be like, fellas. Talking to this bartender, I think he he knows where we're supposed to go. Kludge told him, uh, we can just bounce out of here without talking to this scary feller. I don't think Kara believes him. We were we got specific instructions to come here and talk to Kludge. So she says that. I I don't know, Grit, are you are you sure about that? Because uh, we got sp- some pretty specific instructions as far as I can tell that we need to... We need to talk to Kludge. As much as I don't necessarily want to go over there right now, I I think we should. Someone should. Well, that ain't Kludge, Kira. You know, Kludge has been in this spot, in this thing, every single day for the past 15 years. And he's never missed a day. He, he wakes up, he goes here, he goes home. And you know, if he is not there three days, he is dead. <laughs> Kludge ain't coming back from what I'm hearing from this bartender, and I got some info that was relayed. think we should bounce before this fedora cap boy figures out we're all together. I've got a bad idea. Cannon, you want to back me up? Always. <laughs> I, uh, I walk towards the booth that Fedora's in. So does Cannon. You look, look over, and the first thing you see is Fedora boy has his hand up to his, uh, his side, kind of like he's holding his head. But you can see through his fingers, his lips are moving. I slide into the booth. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Grit sees them going to Fedora. He pays his tab and walks out. Okay. Fedora guy looks up and, and sees Grit. He stands up uh, and looks down at you and says, Oh, no, 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 no. I came in as soon as Erebos slid into the booth. I slid into the booth next to, like, <laughs> I have him okay. locked in. So Erebos okay. is across, and I have him blocked in. And, and Ugh, say, that's intimidating. So you must be Kludge. That's right. So I, I hear you got a job for us. Yes, if you can verify. Well, maybe you should verify first. This is always the hottest part, is who verifies <laughs> what first. All right, on, on three, we'll both pull out a... <laughs> me being here should be verification enough. I know what you want. You're, you're here for me, not the other way around. Listen, Clutch. I just need my final destination. I'll get out of here. Clutch, I'd listen to the man. He's not very patient. He reaches in uh, uh, in his coat, and, and both of you kind of get a little tense. Oh yeah. And then then he pulls out. Um, there's like a little stick, a data data stick. He pulls it out. Well, there's no one else that would be coming to this part of the galaxy for anything other. All right. Make sure you do it right this time. And he hands it over. I try to get a read of him, like I, like throughout this whole interaction. That was kind of like the goal was to like you know like try to catch him off guard and on his back foot, so he maybe like gives something away in his like mannerisms and. Got it. Um, I don't know what. Do you... a perception, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that is cunning. So do a perception check, uh, and this is against two purples and two reds. And I'm going to upgrade one of those reds, <laughs> so three reds and a purple. Well, in that case. <laughs> in response, I might have to buy a rank into a perception. All right. Three red, one purple. That's pretty tough, but let's let her in. Oof. Oh, oh. no. Wow. 
That's, uh, what about advantage, a force die? That's seven advantage. Uh, I, I don't get force die for perception, unfortunately. No, maybe that's what I should have spent my Xbox. <sighs> what about the leadership from? You already Cannon. used it. Oh, from me. Wait, can I can I assist his role in some? Oh no, I no, mean, not ever. Roll I just noticed something. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna notice use six of them things. to notice three things. <laughs> uh, the bartender didn't wash his hands. The person at table two didn't leave a tip. <laughs> God, five more. Oh, okay. Uh, the hollow dancer. <laughs> uh, All right, that's right. That's right. A new bar. It didn't work out. You notice that the this person is armed. This person is also wearing uh, very thin armor. Uh, very easily concealable, but it's armor underneath the, 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 the suit that he's wearing. Um, you notice there is a comm link, uh, in his ear and there is also some type of a implant, uh, in his left arm. You see, there's kind of a slit up towards the top part of the wrist. So he has some type of an implant in there. And you also notice that, uh, his shoes, um, are a little odd. This they seem to be altered as well. Everybody's is like looking under the boot. <laughs> like, <laughs> I seem to have dropped my monocle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to notice three things. <laughs> well, thanks, Kludge. I appreciate your cooperation. Uh, he reaches out his left hand to shake your arm or to shake your hand. That's the one with the implant. Yep. Oh, sorry, I'm a righty. This is awkward. Uh, elbow bump. <laughs> and uh, he said, some other time. And he stands up very quickly uh, and he looks over towards well, the door and starts trying way. to move himself past. <laughs> and uh, he reaches out his left arm towards you to say, pardon me. Uh, can I, I use a destiny point to see what's going on with this uh, little modification he's got going on. Uh, you have something very similar. It is a neurotoxin uh, that yeah. he can just inject uh, all he has to do is touch you with his left arm. I I do not make a big deal about it, but I just uh, I'm <laughs> I'm blocking him. So, like I don't uh-huh. I don't acknowledge it. Uh, yeah. I'm blocking him in his seat though, so I just sort of stand up and I I make like kind of a sweeping bow, letting him go through. Like here you go, nice to meet you, Kludge. And definitely uh, he, the real Kludge. Uh, and and he moves through. What is your uh, uh, perception? My perception's at pretty good. Two yellow, a green, and an auto success. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, that means he, I succeed, goes, right? Uh, it does. Yeah. Uh, it means he fails. So he goes by and he kind of trips a little bit over your feet, uh, but he like catches himself um, and he was like walking weird or something. Uh, and he kind of like passes you by and then moves over towards uh, the door and leaves. And you hear kind of the, the sound, the door open and close. Through the comms, this guy was acting really strange. You are right next to Erebos. Erebos's comm doesn't click on. That was weird, Cannon. I heard you, but I didn't hear you. <laughs> and you click the comm. Doesn't work. Uh, I try to use my gank implant to... Kira, can you hear me? Nothing. All of your cameras, Kira, have gone dead. 
and you can tell there's like a low EM field blocking all wireless. Ugh. Oh, so did Kira not hear Cannon either? As soon as the two walk over towards the guy, the cameras went out. That's the last thing you saw, Kira, and you're freaking out. Oh, yeah. Um, well, then I... You've been yelling on the comms, like, guys, guys, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, and if I got no response, then I'm going to go ahead and head out there and okay. pretend to be working on the air conditioning. Jukebox droid. <laughs> as as soon as you walk Actually, out, yes, you I see the... work uh, on the jukebox droid. Okay, you don't know anything. Uh, I'd let you spend a destiny point if you want to go over uh, to it. Sure, yeah. Well, so I, okay. I assume that all the electronics stopped working, right? So if I walk out there... Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'll spend a destiny point. Wasn't me! <laughs> no. um, uh, all wireless is. The power is not fully gone hmm. down. But all, all, all communication between devices has gone okay. down. Um, well, yeah, I head out there and I just want to work on the nearest thing. And I work on the jukebox droid pretending... Uh, uh, it, so it keeps you, playing Max Rebo over and over again. It must be broken. It's my literal nightmare. <laughs> the Fedora man says, must be, as he's right next to you. And you look over and you see him and your eyes, it's just visible like the fear uh, grips you again. And he passes you and leaves the door. I shudder. Zarapos <laughs> 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 around? Uh, <laughs> Grit, you hear something behind you. You're moving quick. You're trying to get back to the ship. Yeah. And you're moving quick. And I'd imagine you're <laughs> no. you can, you can uh, you're trying. Uh, well, it's just no, called storytelling. No, railroading you. Oh, are you Usain Bolt now? Just you just appear where uh, you want. Bad joke. <laughs> um, you did not take the railroad. You took the bus. Yep. So you are running, uh, like moving quickly. You're not necessarily running because yeah. it's a bit back to the ship. You move quickly into an alley uh, and uh, you hear steps and then you kind of stop and the steps behind you stop and you look back and it's dark uh, and it's just rained. So I smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, well, no, it, it had been raining before yeah. and it's not raining right now. And you look back and you don't see anything and you turn and you keep walking again. And then you hear that kind of second beat sound again. Oh, um, don't like that. And then you, you, you turn a corner and you go, it's like a big street now that you're going down. Um, and then you move and you start moving quicker and then you look back and then you see a figure and it's pretty close now and it darts in uh, like behind a speeder. Are there, is it like a main drag? So uh, far as It's a main drag, cars, but there's but, no one there. Oh, no one out on the street. Dang. It's like if you think you're going through like urban neighborhood with a bunch of high rise or not high rises, but uh, townhouses. Mm -hmm. And then there's like things there. But no speeders. I can dodge in and out of traffic and try to lose them. No. Well, good thing I brought my wrench with me. <laughs> <laughs> you clutch on your wrench tightly as, as you uh, duck into another alley and just book, book it. Yeah. You start running. And then uh, behind you, you see the figure running behind you with the blaster and aims down and then takes a pot shot at you. The, the blaster shot sizzles by you and like destroys a uh, um, like a mailbox, basically. <laughs> uh, and you see that uh, and you look and from the spot you're at, it spider webs out to like three different alleys. Oh. And you just choose one. Yep. You're not sure which. You just need to get away. Uh, make an athletics check, uh, a hard athletics check. This this thing is on you. Like you're go moving quickly for even for a Wookiee, and it is like right behind you. It's like droid-like strength, or you don't know what's going on. 
It's very, very close. Right there. there they are. Uh, hard? Uh, yep. Three success and three advantage. You book it. You go so quick. You, you're, you're panting hard. Um, and you even drop some of the, like the to go beer you had, uh, and you just run you, uh, you're coming down to the end and there's kind of like a, a busier street and you're coming down to the end, almost out of the alleyway and you almost get there and you see there's a group, uh, there is, a, a major and about half a dozen lieutenants, uh, Imperial officers, and you run right into their clutches. One of them, uh, is holding something dark. And it points at you uh, from his hand. He says, you, stop right there. Nobody gets by without a drink in their hand during carnival week. <laughs> and he, uh, and you, you kind of like startle stop. And uh, he's got an ale. And he puts it in your hand. See that? I know how to keep the citizens happy. Uh, Gritisons. Uh, uh, he kind of looks funny. back and the rest of the group just kind of shuff- shuffles him off. <laughs> uh, and you're in a clear line out of the spaceport. And you book it to the spaceport. Uh, I punch it. And you get in and just from the miracle of storytelling, for whatever reasons, <laughs> everybody else is also there. And uh, you're like, how did you guys? We'll tell you later. We're all Usain Bolt. And you are uh, inside the ship and prepping it right now. Uh, the communication is like down, like not centralized. It is down. This is a big op. Like they are, this is real bad. Something is happening. Something is happening. You get in, you power up the ship, you aim it away from this place and you punch it. That's the idea. Uh, (laughs) And you actually punch it. Uh, The ship takes four strain because you go from zero to four speed. Oh, wow. We're actually going to do that now? Well, only because it, it actually counts right now, because as you're going away from the planet, a squadron of missile boats form up behind you. Oh, cool. We got an escort. (laughs) (laughs) You see that little awful blinking light. That means there's a target lock. Well, don't like that. 